Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe. As of right now, I am officially done with college and I just cannot believe it. It still does not feel real yet. Like, I feel like it still hasn't hit me because our graduation's, you know, a little bit down the line. But yeah, I'm done with college. So, you know, last week we talked about finals. So if you have gone through finals, I'm sure it is such a huge relief and just keep remembering like your grades do not define you. They do not, you know, like it is not going to be the reason you can't be successful in the future. And if you have finals coming up, I wish you the best of luck. You know, you got this. So, yeah, I just want to come in with that quick announcement. It's so surreal and it's kind of like a crazy transition point in my life which I feel like definitely connects in with the episode for today. I also wanted to quickly talk about the podcast real quick. So if you may not be aware, this is actually episode number 45, which is kind of crazy that I've done 45 episodes plus like the introduction episode. Like I just cannot even believe that. But unlike other podcasts, you know, I feel like they usually do like seasons or you know kind of like a break at some point and so it's just a thought you know nothing set in stone but I was thinking about maybe like after episode 50 that would be like the season finale or whatever and then I might take a break a bit of a break you know from posting um but Again, this is not set in stone. This is not official. This is not final. I still need to pray over it. And then, of course, you know, I'll update you all. But I can't believe we're almost at episode 50. That doesn't even feel real to me. We're almost on or we're nearly at, you know, the one year anniversary of the podcast, which is so, so, so crazy. So, yeah, just want to give you guys a little update on that and talk about it. But Now back to this week's episode. So this week's episode, if you know, you read the title, is going to be about decrease and decreasing our power in our life. And this came about to me because I was on Instagram. You know, there's this creator, I think her name's Melina Ciciotti. Um, I can link her down below. And I came across her sister's Instagram and her sister's name is Melanie and I will link them both below they're both so great and like such awesome Christian women like I've been following Melina um on YouTube for quite a while um but anyway her sister posted this really good IGTV about how to truly connect with God which was so mind-opening and I truly felt like the Lord was speaking to me through it and She spoke about one verse in particular, which was about how as Christians, we need to 
decrease ourselves so that Christ can increase within us. You know, because we talk about it a lot, how we need to give Jesus our full and pure heart in order for us to really see change in our life. Because if we're not fully committed, if we're not fully giving up power to him, how is he supposed to come through and help us and wash out all the sin and wash out all the past mistakes if we don't give him that space? You know, it's kind of like if you are trying to blow up a balloon, but then you keep holding it so that it can't expand. You know, you can't give Jesus this tiny little box when you know you could be giving him your whole self you know what i mean and it's not to say that it's impossible for jesus but you're not giving him the space to grow to completely change you because you know when we give ourselves to christ we're not supposed to hold on to our past sins or our habitual sins we're supposed to be rid of it all completely and it really got me thinking you know and it definitely relates to i feel like this point in my life that I am in and like this kind of like thought that like God placed on my heart that really connected it for me. So the verse in particular comes from John 3, 27 through 30. John replied, a person can receive not even one thing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who was the bride is the groom, but the friend of the groom who stands and listens to him rejoices greatly because of the groom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made full. He must increase, but I must decrease. And the way I, not the way I I interpret it, but the way it connected to me was like, in this relationship with Jesus, like we have to decrease you know, our desires, our ideas, our ways of thinking and doing things in order for his to increase. Because we still, we can't, you know, really be changed if we still act in our old ways, you know, in our old desires and our old ideas. We have to completely get rid of those and decrease in our power. You know, it's really about dying to thyself every single day. And I know that can kind of sound scary, but the whole idea is just like giving up the world, giving up what we want, giving up what we think is best so that Jesus can come through and supply us with what we really need and what, you know, we really need to change and to grow and to be transformed and be renewed, you know, so that we can shed off our old life and step into this new life with Jesus with a greater purpose and with greater values and with greater interests and just again like a whole greater purpose a lot of it really is about giving up control and I personally never consider myself like someone who's like obsessed with controlling things But as I was listening to the IGTV and like God was placing things on my heart, I came to realize that I am, you know, I like to be in control of my life. I like to know each and everything that is going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. I'd like to get like a preview so I'm not walking into anything, you know, unaware. But the reality is with Jesus, when we, you know, deny ourselves when we die to ourselves and we give it all up to him we are letting go of that control 
we don't know how things will plan out. We often may be, you know, kind of brought to situations where we have no idea what's going to happen or what's going to come about of it. That is why trust and faith are so important because they will carry us through. And I think a lot of the times not being in control and the whole idea of uncertainty gives me a lot of anxiety. And I think that's just my flesh and like my sinful nature trying to push Jesus out so that I can be in control. But another thing that Melanie talked about was as humans, like the only things we can produce is like death and like evil apart from Jesus. So the things that I want, the things that I think I deserve and that I need in the way I, the way that things need to go according to my own plans are all rooted in selfish nature. You know, this isn't to say that everything we do is like super evil, but a lot of the times our desires can be connected to selfish desires you know we are all not pure in heart we have all had moments that we regret things that we have done that we have regret things that we have said or things that we have thought that we regret you know because that is the life apart from Jesus and it just really got me thinking you know again about the whole idea of giving up that control to Jesus. And it can be scary. I'll be honest. The idea scares me because there's so much uncertainty. And I think it's hard to not think about myself in these situations. But I know that Jesus can help me to stop focusing so much on myself and focus more on him and focus on his purpose and his goals for my life and the things he's going to allow me to do that I could not do apart from him. And again, as I said, it really goes back to how much do you trust God, you know, because the whole idea of like decreasing your values and your wants, the things that the world tells us are so important, it can be scary, you know, to really give it all up to God. Because as much as you believe in God and love him, there will be times where you doubt him. There will be times where you doubt his existence, if he's really there, if he's really listening. And I think it's a kind of a natural thing we go through as humans because we do grow skeptical. You know, we do have anxiety. We do have these intrusive thoughts that come to mind. And I don't think, you know, because I've talked about it before, if doubt makes us a bad Christian, but it doesn't. It's natural to have doubt, but how you work through that will speak a lot about your relationship with God and your trust in the Lord. And you know, as I was talking about earlier, this episode definitely relates to, for me, graduation because, I don't know, I just had this thought that was like put onto my heart where I was just thinking like this time in between graduation and like my, I guess, quote unquote, adult life is this time in which like, in a way, I can kind of reinvent myself with the Lord and through the Lord in the sense that the way I am now doesn't have to be the way I am when I enter into adult life. You know, the desires I have, the things that I thought I needed, like this really is the time for me to start decreasing that power so that I can enter into my official adult life with the Lord. Because although I've always been a Christian, I've always been a believer, it hasn't always been very apparent and like active in my life. And I think it's just something that I kind of kept more hidden and it wasn't really 
integrated into like my personality and like my top priorities. But now I have this chance where I can change that, you know, and I think it's kind of what people talk about the whole identity shift before you go into college. But I believe we have this time after college because who I was then doesn't have to be who I am in the future. And, you know, it really is this time where I feel like if I could go into this with a strong relationship with the Lord, it can really impact everything truly. And, you know, it is the time to become anew and like shed my old ways, my old ideas, my old desires and kind of like transform into who God has intended for me to be. And, you know, to let go of, you know, being so concerned about the opinions of others and what others are going to think or what they're going to say and just being more focused on glorifying the Lord in everything that I do and just trusting him, you know, because a lot of the times when I first started college, I was so worried about what people would say, about what they would think about their opinions so much. And I think it's really the time to change that, to shed that old way so that I can enter into this time of my life with purpose and with intentions and with the Lord in mind and with him being my top priority. And so, yeah, that just kind of came to me and I was like thinking of ways to like connect this with my own personal life to make it more like personable. And yeah, it really is just a time to become new in Christ because, you know, there's that phrase like there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And I think that definitely paints the picture of my my walk with Christ right now where I'm trying to be as in control as he is and that's why there's so much like conflict and just so many emotions and I don't feel like I'm really connecting because I'm still trying to stay where I am instead of giving up that control giving up the power giving up my old life giving up my desires and my worldly thoughts and opinions in order for him to come in you know, because we cannot try to walk through life with Christ trying to be equal to him or trying to have as much power or control as him. That just shows that we don't really trust him and that we don't value him in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were like a trainee pilot and then there was like a professional pilot with like 30 years of experience in your life. You don't know what you're doing, so I'm going to do just as much as you do. Instead of saying, hey, you know, you've got the experience. You know what you're doing. I'm going to step back. I'm going to decrease my control. And I'm going to listen to you and follow you and do exactly as you say. And, you know, I think a lot of it is tied to how this world tries to, like, I don't know, I guess, like, teach us in a way that like you control your future you control your life like you're the most important thing and you know who cares what anyone else has to say you don't owe them any common decency and all this and that and I think it's just one of those things that we have to unlearn from this world and like let go of because at the end of the day everything the world teaches us is rooted in sin and evilness and it's not what we need and it's in direct conflict with what Jesus says and what what he preaches and what is in the Bible written by the Lord. And so, you know, when you have too many cooks in a kitchen, there's conflict. There's, you know, a lot of anger and frustration because 
we start to become like hearers of the word, but not doers of the word. We hear, you know, the same messages in the Bible and during Sunday service and, you know, in our small groups. But then when we don't produce that, when we don't apply scripture to our life and realize like, I need this just as much as the next person. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of built up energy because you know what you're supposed to be doing. But then when you don't do it, there's conflict, you know, and it really can alter everything and make everything 10 times more difficult, you know, because in a way we become hypocrites, you know, and I've talked about this before in an episode where we as Christians can have double standards and we can be super hypocritical, you know, where we call out one sin, but then we're dealing with another, you know, and I think it's just really important to be willing to give up all that power and control for Christ, you know, and allowing him to be the main chef, allowing him to be in charge, giving him that authority that he already has, that he was born with has since the beginning of time you know and recognizing him and who he is and that he is trustworthy he is good he is faithful you know at the end of the day it really does connect with our trust in the lord and trust in christ and i was talking about a lot of it is connected to fear and uncertainty the uncertainty of okay when i decrease all this when i deny myself like what's going to happen? You know, how are things going to change? A lot of uncertainty scares us, gives us anxiety. It makes us overthink and overwhelmed with everything. But if we turn to scripture, we can see the comforting words of the Lord to help us through any situation that we may come across in life. Starting off with 1 John 4, 17 through 19. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, we are also in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. John eight twelve. Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in wealth. We need to learn to decrease in power in order to make way for Christ. He needs all the room and all the space so that he can truly work within us. You know, it's like if you're shoved into a tiny cubicle and told, okay, work and get all this done. You need space. You need time. You need the right intentions and you need a clean and clear, pure heart in order for Jesus to really do all that he can do, you know, because it takes the two of you to get through this. You know, he's not just coming in saying, I don't care what you think. It's all my way. He's coming into this like a relationship. You know, it needs communication, trust and space and time to grow and develop into what he has intended for it to be. There is no way for both to exist. You know, a world where 
you have as much power and control as Jesus, but then you're truly, you know, applying scripture to your life and everything's just going well. That's where the conflict comes. Again, there are so many situations where there are too many chefs in the kitchen trying to take over and have it their way. We can't have both. You know, as it says, you cannot serve two masters. And it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. It is not going to be easy. It's not going to be something that you can do overnight and stick with forever. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of time and trust. But it is so much better than anything we could ever do on our own. We cannot do this apart from the Lord. All things are possible with and through him. I hope that this was an enjoyable episode for you guys. I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe. And I hope that you all have a great rest of your day and a blessed week. Bye. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys!